and welcome along to another Piero Coffee and Art podcast. And I'm delighted to say that we have a camera club this month, uh, this week in the uh, solo space. Hello, David. Hello. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Yeah. Yes. So we've been busying setting up this week's exhibition. And who are you? Well, we're part of uh, Aralee's U3O, which... To explain, University of the Third Age. Thank you, that's what? good, because I'd never even heard of it until I'd moved right. to Sussex, so, yeah, for me it's a completely new thing. But Well, is... well actually, it's it's a worldwide organisation for people late, basically in later life that are, are not in full-time employment. Oh, okay. uh, there are over a thousand U3Os in the UK alone. Which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and Sussex got quite a large one, isn't it? And it this is. area seems quite popular. Well, I think that's slightly to do with the demographic of right. the area. Okay. <laughs> and so you lead the photography? I, yeah, we have a photography group, one of about 110 different activities that we run. Wow. So, uh, we've got a little thriving group. About 25. But, how uh, long has it been going for? Well, Aaron East U3A has been going as a separate U3A for about 10 years, but the area used to have three U3As. Okay. Uh, sorry, one U3A that split into three. Wow. So Little Hampton's got one. Yeah. Aaron West and Aaron East <laughs> are all grew from the one that started at all some time ago, but Aaron East itself as a separate U3A has been going 10 years. Right. And I think they've always had a photographic group there or thereabouts since it started and probably went on. And I think the other U3As have photographic groups uh, of various sorts. So you have 25 in the group. How, how do you become part of the group? Is it, do you have to apply or...? Well, you have to join the U3A first of all. Okay. And once you've done that, you then contact whoever's leading the group and say, have you got room for me? Which rather depends on where they're meeting. Yes. Now, we actually meet in uh, a hired hall okay. uh, in Rustington at the back of the Woodlands Centre. Uh, and we actually pay for that. But some of the groups are small enough to meet in people's front rooms. Oh, so right, wow. That, that costs a cup of, cup of tea. Yeah, yes. amazing. So um, what kind of thing goes on at these meetings? Well, all sorts. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we, um, we actually meet every month. Okay. Uh, but we alternate between having some sort of outing or challenge phot- photographically. Right, yeah. And then the other, the other uh, time, which is when we meet at the Woodland Centre, we review the photographs that people have made on the theme or the visit or whatever mm-hmm. and talk about that and probably have a talk about um, some aspect of photography. Okay. And, it, and it actually varies. Mm. Uh, the, the principle of U3A is it's a, it's a charity that is members for members so right. what we actually try and do is encourage our members of the photographic group to give a presentation on something they know about or are interested oh, in and so okay. on so you get a whole variety coming from different people about what their experiences and their and, and so on we've got some very experienced photographers uh, and we've got some who are really just starting out and, right. and need yeah. support on various other things but we can it's find nice, a whole It's range. nice that that's there for, yeah. for that kind of age group because I suppose going off back to college is not something people really want to do. So No, well, I'm, 
I, if I tell you the age range, our two oldest photographers are, are well into their 90s. Which is incredible. I was hoping that we would have one of them because then they'd be our <laughs> oldest exhibitor. <laughs> yes, yeah. They, 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 uh, I mean, one does a lot of uh, travelling, particularly wildlife, and yeah. is, uh, goes about. Um, but it's something they've grown up with and they just carry on doing it. But they... Um, Jim, who's the one of the oldest uh, members, he certainly gives presentations on his wildlife photography and how he's done it and where That's he's been and what you have to do for that. Yeah. When uh, you say you go off on trips, when you're not kind of meeting at the woodlands centre, where what kind of things do you where do you go? And uh, what well, what we tend to do for um, monthly meetings because not everyone can travel every every no, time anywhere. So we try and sort of link it with a theme, but got to go somewhere to do it. So we've been to Arundel to the wildlife uh, yeah. wildfire centre there. Uh, we go off to some villages, whole a variety of things. Uh, do you all walk around in a group, or do you often no? Split what we off? what we tend to do is uh, we all arrive at the same roughly at the same time yeah. by, by our own transport. Then we disperse to fulfill, fulfill whatever the task might be um, and then we meet for a coffee that sounds very civilised yeah. <laughs> and do you kind of look at the stuff there and then or do you no, no you, that's you, what you we do at the one in between yeah. so every other month we have the meeting at the, at the Woodland Centre and the first part of that is to review the photographs of people we, we limit them normally to about five five photographs yeah, each size, otherwise yeah. it takes just too long and there's only so many times you can look at the same photograph Absolutely. and do people manipulate and post-produce them whilst they have that time or do they just turn up with the, the raw image that they took well it's a, it's a, a broad church of photographers ah, okay. so we have those that wouldn't dream of manipulating quite right and we have a number that like manipulating. <laughs> um, for instance, our last challenge was uh, uh, we didn't meet because of the weather. We were going to go somewhere to take fungi uh, okay. uh, as a photograph, and uh, but the weather was just too bad. Mm. So it ended up people taking their own uh, photographs of it. But one particular person who, who's into uh, Photoshop and yeah. Lightroom and so on took the photographs but completely changed them and actually they were they were very good but uh, others would not dream of doing no. that and they wouldn't touch them and, and others in between we'll get on to you a bit more later but which <laughs> camp do you fall in i tend not to manipulate no. too much but m might do a little bit like just balance the colors in the yeah. photograph and cropping is a prime yeah. example well, that's cropping sort of, i think is acceptable i mean yeah. i was kind of thinking if you could do it in a dark room then then yeah. fine yes, if, yeah. if the computer's doing it for you then not so much and if you're changing the whole essence of it then actually go back and rephotograph it and yeah it, it depends it depends whether you're treating it as a, a piece of in a sense artwork or yes. a, a, a true image of what you've looked at mm. within the bounds of it and uh, yeah so some would get into changing colours that yes. they see and taking things out and changing the sky mm, and the sort yeah, of thing. that's and where I start to, to yeah, see, yeah. Well, I, I, I tend to be in the camp that worries about that a bit. It's and a, you can imagine we see quite a lot of work in here from lots of different artists and yeah. I have to kind of park that attitude at the door and yeah. just like look at it for what it is and 
And it's uh, like, uh, how much manipulation have you done with this? Oh, is this actually what you saw? Yes, did you, you see? Know, can yes, you see? Yes, can you go is, that actually, is that actually that? Yeah. Was, was that there? <laughs> yeah. No, I put that in. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Else. So why did you do that? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, thought I, would, yeah. I think as well because I'm steeped in darkroom photography and with what I've learned yeah. from my grandfather and my dad as, as time has gone on and also kind of studying it. I did lots of darkroom stuff, lots of film. So digital for me was always yeah. kind of it's useful and it's great and it's quick and there's lots of good stuff with it but when you start getting into that changing of it that's when I start to think yeah. mm, we've got something else here yeah it, 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 it's not an image you can see and it, it is a different process and yeah. as I said some material I mean I with your background I, I started with obviously print photography mm. and uh, mm. dark rooms and things and I still miss the smell of chemicals. <laughs> but that probably says more about me. Yeah. Um, so we've got four photographers today? Yeah, just four of us, yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. So what are, who have we got? Because I've, I've photocopied their names, but that's but nothing's registered. So obviously yourself's in there. Right, yes. I've, I've got a, a few in there yeah. that have been about for a time. Uh, taken all sorts of places, mainly on, on trips. It's it's one of those things when when I go away, I try and I like I've got more time to take photographs. Yes, and, of and that's what our trips tend to do. You can set aside the morning and we're taking photographs, and so yeah. that's it. Uh, so when when Did we your go, wife away, take photos? Not so much because no. she says you've got the camera. You uh. take them. <laughs> uh, yes. So, uh, well, normally when I'm out with people that that, that so I went on a trip, um, and I, one of my projects was Barcelona back streets, and the person I was with, um, she was always four streets in front of me, yeah. waiting waiting for me to catch up with her because I was like, off. Can photo. You take yeah, it? yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Would you? Yeah. And you get more inspiration from being away. Do you think yeah, that's what it is? Well, I do. Actually, what what I like about being away is you can take. Yes, the tourist photograph, and there's the cathedral, and it's yes. there. But it's actually much more fun to look around and see what photograph will remind you of the, the cathedral or a, a sort of a, um, show that that, that is uh, in the, the cathedral. Mm. It's a different thing that you don't normally see from different angle, different no. shape. I think that's probably what inspired my Barcelona backstreets. I was walking down, I thought, actually, yes. there are so many of these, and this is this is almost what I'm taking away, not the kind of the tourist attractions Correct, which yeah. were stunning, yeah, this is, but actually yeah. this this is quite interesting around yeah. these areas. Well, it's much the same as you've seen those. Uh, you know, I I know that a photograph there was taken uh, in Florence when we were there, but it's not a Florence scene at all. This is the one with the bonnets, isn't it? No, 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 that's that's Jakarta, I think. Okay, again, it's, same. Yeah, yeah, same principle. Yeah. But the, Lots of people came and go, oh, is that Oxford? Yeah. Oxford, Jakarta, maybe, but not yeah. Oxford, England. Yeah. And no, the the, uh, the glasses case is okay. Italian. Yeah. And when, when you know that, you can see the... With the shape of them. Yeah, the yeah. shape and the colours mm. and the stars and... It's just a different feature that you know was there, and um, yeah, as you gathered, I'd like sort of markets as well. I love the fact you take a mirror on holiday with you as well. <laughs> yes, you the have suitcase. To, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, anything to declare, just this large mirror, <laughs> and that's called reflections of 
Barbados. Yes, lovely. I, I like it. Yeah. So if you haven't seen it yet, pop in and have a look or uh, look on the Facebook page. So who else have we got? Um, Kathy Bicknell, who's yeah. uh, Bicknell, who's done the smaller ones. Small, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Steve Williams, who's uh, taken the, the the local ones yeah. far more. Is that the Arundel one in the mist? Yes, is that, yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, lovely. And the other one is Roy Powell. And that's the foxes. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And the the other animals. Yes. That are there. Yeah. yes. The yeah. elephant. Not not so local. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> Um, they look good. They look good together, and already people have been having a, having a look at them as we've been sat here. So, how long have you been taking photo photos for? Really started when I was a teenager, to be honest. Um, at the old uh, films and and so on. Uh, I got more involved when I went to college in a different way because uh, I, I had to do some filming on photography for that. That right. actually. Uh, developed it and that, that was it, this sounds odd but it was actually uh, I, I trained and teach taught <laughs> uh, physical education oh okay and one of the things I did for that was um, uh, research on in the early days this shows how old I am <laughs> on, on the um, Fosbury flop high jump technique okay and to do that you had to film it and then transpose it on wow. to graphs and things and work out various things but amazing uh, we had a lecturer who got involved in these sort of things and it was a way of in those days of analyzing what was going on mm. in technique and so forth because things have moved on a bit <laughs> <laughs> and you'd ever so slightly yeah used film and so on and that's all done on video it's interesting though isn't it because there's, there's there is a strong band of photographers that still use film and even filmmakers Chris yeah. Nolan still makes his films on, um, on film as well because there's a quality to film that, yeah. you, that you don't get from digital it also actually because digital is there it, it is much easier not to use the controls yourself yes. and put them all into automatic mm. I know for instance uh, um, been on one or two courses with, with youngsters that when they, if they go to uh, college to do photography, a lot of the courses insist that they get and purchase a print, yes. an old, if you call it, old style yeah. camera, and use the controls on that we to used, take photographs. We used to always uh, insist on keeping our darkroom in our college every year. They used to go, oh, you don't need that anymore. It's just like, well, actually you do, because yeah, yeah. the art students and the photography students and the media students, they all need it. And if they know how the camera works, when they're actually using the digital aspects of it, and it's even down to the post-production, you kind of know what the camera's doing and you can kind of know mm. what you can do with it. So, yeah, yeah it's quite important yeah. to have all those techniques. It is, and uh, it, it certainly helps to know that when you're coming on to try and use the, the, the modern camera because yes. you can actually adjust it. And um, it, it was interesting talking to some of the, the, the students they had to do projects with where they could only use eight frames. Wow. And you know, it all had to be right. So if you've got all the settings wrong, yes, absolutely. you've lost one, yeah, of, your, yeah, one of your prints. Um, is there anything you like to photograph more than anything? Well, I've mentioned it a little bit about when we're abroad, looking at sort of things in a different way just to remind you, rather than the tourist photograph of the... The key part or whatever yes. you can take those as well um, and wildlife photography like it is 
is actually fun because you've you you can't control that. No, you can't. No, when we had Chris in in that cellar space last week, yeah, and the week before with with his uh, zebras and leopards and yeah, yeah some some stunning photography. Yeah. But yeah, they took a while. Anthony obviously in the corner at the moment with his. Uh, with his birds and owls, you know, and they 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 just sit for hours, yeah. and I, yeah, it yeah. would it would it would drive me insane. Uh, I say sitting for hours. I remember I I had a colleague's husband who um, actually left quite a high-powered job to to take up running a photography shop and things because he got so much into it. Wow! But his wife, who I worked with, couldn't believe that he would go to a spot in a valley before dawn mm. and sit there until it was dark at night to get the right light yes. in the photograph. Yeah. And there were there. <laughs> it, yeah, and so. I don't do morning photography anymore because I like my bed. Yes. So all my photographs appear from 11 o'clock onwards. <laughs> don't mind a bit of night photography either, but yes, yeah. No, yeah. I'm not... Sometimes Lucy goes, should we go out and take photos? Just like, I'll catch you up. Catch you up. <laughs> the only time I normally get out is if it's snowing, because obviously around here we don't get snow very often. Yeah, and yeah. it's just like, well, that'll give us the gallery Christmas cards for the next year. So <laughs> I'll, I'll get up today. There's, there, there's worthwhile yeah, getting yeah. up. But uh, yes, it's, yeah, I struggle. I struggle <laughs> now. Um, are you pleased with the way that it looks? Yes, I, I think the, the uh, it, it shows a range of uh, skills and, and mm. so on. I was going to say that one particular here, we talked about um, people giving presentations. Uh, Kathy, who's done the small ones yes. here, yeah, she lovely. talked about, and I've forgotten the technical word for it, moving the camera while you're taking it. Oh, okay. And, yeah. and showed us what to do that. Not everyone was taken with it. Oh, they, right, okay. But they, they, you know, again, there are images, but they're not... Is it a critical environment to people... Oh well, we d when we show the f photographs, yeah. uh, that's the the point of people are saying, uh, it's not just oh that's nice or no. whatever they say. Well, why why did you, why is that over in that corner and not in the middle of it? Then? Oh okay. And that sort of thing. And oh, they'd love my photos because obviously <laughs> nothing of mine's in the middle. Middle, yeah. Well, they might get that answer for some because you you get some who are who are very traditional if you like mm. in why they would look at it. And others who don't who look at it in a, a different I way. Obviously, I used to exhibit a lot in Cardiff. And I remember one summer somebody came in and said, uh, well, these photos are quite good. I was just like, quite good, thanks. <laughs> quite good. Um, but really, you really do need to learn how to do the intersection of thirds. It's just like, oh, yeah, I oh, do I? <laughs> yes, they're all over the place. It's just like, yeah, I kind of know the intersection of thirds and that's the reason they're all over the place because I don't adopt to the kind of the, the yeah, things you're supposed yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah. yeah, there is definitely that traditional, isn't there? Well, yeah, and, and one of the differences we get, and a number of our members will also belong to photographic groups okay. somewhere as well. Yeah. And, who who are more along the traditional lines that you talk about yeah. and they they get their photographs assessed and almost marked i think and Ooh. told what order they get and so on but uh, we don't and uh, you know that's it, good uh, it, it's not about that and it's, it's often it sounds uh, quite supportive yeah oh yes yeah. Well, it's helpful to one another we've got some newcomers as steve is okay. relatively new here yeah. Um, the, the hardest ones who join uh, the group, I think, and say, I bought this camera, how do I use ah, it? Of course. And that's when it becomes difficult because, mm. unless you've got someone who's probably got exactly the same camera, 
um, you're you're fiddling around, and they thought, well, I don't know what they're doing. No. I need to go. So, at, uh, um, so we work on basic principles. I used to teach photography to adults as well, and yes, they'd all turn up with their their new camera that they'd had for Christmas, and yeah. it's just like, yeah, I, I I can teach you how to do photography, and I can teach you the dark room. I can't teach you about your individual camera because there are 10 different cameras in here and yeah. I only know how to use one camera. I can tell you how they work and the functions of yeah, them. Yeah, that's but right. That, yeah. yeah, you know, your Canons are completely yeah. different to your Nikons and, yeah. and vice versa. That's so. right. I, I mean, it, it, it's the sort of thing that you remember when someone tells you something that is, a, if you like, a generic principle of photography. And I, I did a wildlife uh, f photographic session it was a day a chap called ian wood i don't know if you okay. know uh, but he was up at arundel at the wildlife wildfowl center uh -huh. and uh he, he he just left with me that if you're taking animals and so on he would always do and he professionally did that he said he does two things he sets his camera to um uh automatic um Got the word now. Um, anyway, the, the three things were aperture priority, yeah, uh, multi shoot, of course, yeah, and focus on the eyes. Ah, of course. And they were the three things he said. Now, you, you, you know, it didn't matter what camera you had then; you can actually work as good long as you could, yeah, good rules. As long as you remember the word and get <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and has that worked for you? Yeah, it does, it, and it certainly it helps because you, you know, it, um, again with modern technology, the, the thing you have to get, and I had to get used to, is you don't just take one photograph of the shot no. that you're doing, and no. now with a modern camera, you're not thinking, crikey, this is costing me a fortune. It's interesting because when I was younger, my grandfather taught me that very early. I was very young when I when I started yeah. that, and he, and he would always take several photographs of the same thing. Same, yeah. And obviously, they would get sent off at that period, and they'd be processed, and they'd come back. So you get like you get an envelope full yeah. of you know maybe only three different images across a roll of twenty four, but he knew which one in there was the one that he wanted. And I often remember my dad going, "Oh, he's taken all the same photograph, but if you look at them, they're always slightly different." Yeah. And yeah, I've always remembered that thinking. Actually, yeah, it's that it's that slight difference. The light may have changed in that second. Something may have happened, yeah. or you may have moved it slightly, and and get something you weren't necessarily thinking about. Yeah, I I um I actually changed to a digital camera when I I took two reels of film uh, on Rathlin Island, Northern Ireland, just oh, off okay. the coast of the seals. Oh, and discovered that there weren't very many that oh, weren't very good because no. they were quite a way away. And you take mm. data and you think, well, crikey, that was a lot. And so, you, but you had to get, you know, 72 photographs and look at them <laughs> and think, oh, perhaps if I take them get a digital camera, it would be better. David Bailey always said, if you get one good photograph out of a royal field, you're yeah. doing all well. Yeah. And I always keep with that principle. Yes. Okay, so the exhibition's up for the rest of the week. Um, so I don't, it's the 19th today, isn't it? So it's up for the rest of the week. So you can pop in and uh, have a look at those and obviously see them on Facebook as well. Well, thank you very much. It wasn't too arduous, was no, it? No, it wasn't. I enjoyed Excellent. the chat. Thank you. Thank you. And good luck with the rest of the week. Thank you. Uh, there's more episodes of the Piero Coffee and Art podcast to listen to. Uh, just scroll down and there's, there's about 25 of them now. Thanks for listening. Bye.